This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. Joining you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time, keeping you up to date with all the latest Arsenal news, views and transfer news around the world. Uh, it's been a pretty crazy 24 hours. been lots of uh, stuff happening, lots of behind the scenes little uh, gifts from the club. It's been quite nice, um, but I hope most importantly you're doing good and well and you're enjoying what well, has been some nice weather, although in the UK this morning it did decide to tip it down, of which I'm a little bit kind of happy about in a weird way. You know, I can only take so much sun. I can only deal with so much sun. And, and then it needs to just go. So uh, good morning, everybody in the chat box. Matt G, Fletch, Sam, Dom. Good morning, guys. We've got Ollie, we've got Jake, we've got Carl, Marcus, Afsa, Lee. Good morning to you, Simon, Stevie, Paul, Mo, Jose. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're doing good and well, and everybody else as well that's joining us in the chat. Uh, we've already got a chat box uh, super chat as well from Harvey. Well deserved. Keep up the great work you're doing, Tom. Thank you so much, Harvey. Very kind and appreciate your continued and long-term listening of the channel as always. Let's uh, let's crack on, though, with today's stuff that we need to go through. First of all, as always, go subscribe to the Arsenal Way. I'll be live over there at 10 a.m. Uh, with the usual boys to talk about Arsenal in even more detail. Uh, very much indeed. Matthew points out that Callum Chambers was also on the Highbury squad last night. If you haven't already gone and watched that, go and check it out. Really good conversation with Sophie and Kev. So make sure that if you have done so already, to go and give that a listen to really insightful stuff. Um, also, last night, we did a show of our third tier list of the summer, focusing on the wide forward position. That is the last upload on this channel. You'll be able to go and check that out. Really engaging show with the chat box. As always, you look at the likes of Rafinha, Gakpo, Gnabry and more. So do indeed go and give that a watch if you haven't done so already. Um, Arsenal posted a behind-the-scenes video which was very very interesting last uh yesterday afternoon looking at fabio vieira moving into his new surroundings at the club he looked excited it's i'll tell you what the arsenal complex is quite a crazy place um and you know i thought it was nice that edu 
walked him around the club. You have to notice the man's humility. You know, there's a lot of pictures of him and, you know, the Invincibles. And I feel like if that was me, I'd be going, look, that's me, that's me. No, it's me again. Um, but uh, that's not Edu. And uh, very humble walking around uh, and seeing such historical moments. Uh, I love when he took a second to point out um, David Seaman in the clip with the Invincibles. It's like uh, he's like put next to the picture of the Invincibles. And it's a nice thing, I think, that they've included him in that because he was so key into the building of the foundations of that team, despite Jens Lehmann, of course, being the goalkeeper that was and invincible, uh, David Seaman was such a huge part of building Arsenal up to the point of getting to that stage. So I thought that's quite cool that he's involved and and kind of superimposed into the uh, Invincibles image at the club. Um, moving forwards, uh, make sure you check that video out if you haven't done so already, though. Tyrese John-Jules has joined Ipswich on loan for the following season. I have to say that I feel like this is, and I feel like I said this before last year, but absolutely without doubt a make or break season for Tyrese John Jules. He either has to really nail down a starting spot and scoring regularly for this uh, Ipswich side or risk um, falling away from any hope. I don't think there's really any hope from Arsenal side of things, but maybe any hope of, of finishing his, not finishing his career, but certainly kicking off his permanent career with a team in anything higher than League One. He needs to have a really strong season for Ipswich. So no pressure. Um, but he will join Ipswich on loan this season. should also be said that the under-23s have now returned for pre-seasons. So the likes of Miguel Aziz and co are all at London Colney and training. So they've returned. Uh, I saw pictures of the likes of Matt Smith, who spent time, of course, at, at Doncaster and Swindon and places like this. He's back at the club as well. So they're going to have a look at those players and probably make a decision on whether or not some of them will go on loan and whether some of them will end up staying with the team for next season. Now, we told you about Pablo Marie wanting to move back to Italy and Udinese having some troubles. Well, the latest team to be interested in Pablo Marie is Hellas Verona, still in Italy, of course. Um, so looking forward to seeing what he can bring uh, to the group uh, in terms of the Serie A move, because I think that we just need to look forward to seeing kind of these types of players move on. Uh, Arsenal need to get in as much capital as feasibly possible next season. And then we can kind of see uh, what we can use that money for towards the end of the window. Arsenal, unfortunately, do have a lot of players that are characteristically um, very married to the end of the window kind of move because players like Pablo Marie, Bernd Leno, Hector Bellerin, you know, these are players whose values aren't exactly high and whose interest from other clubs isn't strong um, from lots of different teams right now. And that it's because they're players that ultimately can move towards the end of the window for lesser fees because the clubs know that Arsenal will want to get rid of them and will be able to take advantage of the situation. So I wouldn't expect these players like Marie to move for a little bit. It could still change. We could see some of them move a little bit earlier, of course, if deals are agreed. But Hellas Verona are the most recent team, and we'll, of course, keep you up to date with all the latest information regarding players possibly leaving the club this summer. Now, moving on to potential players in, and with Yuri Tillemans' deal to Arsenal seemingly off the cards right now, uh, it does indeed mean that Fabian Ruiz has supposedly, according to Correa de la Sports, become the number one central midfield target for the club. Napoli are looking for around £25 million to let him go, with him just having one year remaining on his Napoli contract. If Arsenal can get a deal done for Fabian Ruiz, I'd be very happy indeed. He's a really exciting player. Uh, I think he'd bring a lot to the Arsenal midfield. The only kind of drawback I have with Fabian is his left-footedness. Um, and Arsenal have a lot 
of left-footed players at the club. And I'm not sure if adding another left-footer to the midfield is of benefit to Arsenal. So that's kind of where I would be a little bit cautious and just say, if there is the opportunity to go out and say, get a right-footed central midfielder to add to that group that's already got Xhaka and Erdegaard, of course, um, I just think maybe that's the smarter move. Who knows? We'll wait and see and see what happens with this one. I don't think the central midfield position is going to be sorted out anytime soon, though. I think it's one that's probably going to drag throughout the window. Now, Rafinha, the latest on the Brazilian winger. Uh, of course, we told you about Arsenal's bid being rejected, according to The Athletic. Well, uh, it seems that the reports around that bid have conflicted a bit. Some outlets are saying that Leeds were very insulted by this bid. Others saying that they just offhandedly turned it down and that there's an expectation that Arsenal will go back in again. Um, but there's also a lot of reports saying that Arsenal basically needs to step it up because of the uh, interest from other teams around and other teams out there. It means that they need to push ahead with this deal as quickly as feasibly possible or risk other teams like Spurs and Chelsea coming in and beating them to the punch on this one. Arsenal are really, really strongly linked with Rafinha in the sense that they want to get a deal for him done. They want the player... It's just now going to be uh, about kind of stepping up and getting the deals done. Uh, thank you uh, to the Arsenal Lounge in the chat box joining us. Make sure if you aren't already subscribed to the Arsenal Lounge to go and do it. They know what they're paying for. Let's be real. Uh, what's the latest on outgoings? Um, of course, we've just talked about Pablo Marie, but others are very quiet right now, mate. You're going to have to probably wait until the latter stages of the window to see more outgoings from the club just because of the situation of those individual players. Nothing that Arsenal can unfortunately do right now. And continuing with the Leeds theme, Leeds are targeting both Cody Gatt Gakpo and Atavio from Porto as their potential replacements for Rafinha. This active search to find a replacement does go to show that they are very open to seeing Rafinha move on this summer because they are looking to try and uh, and get a replacement in, one of them being a potential Arsenal target in Cody Gakpo. But they are the two that uh, Leeds are indeed looking at right now. Now, according to Ben Jacobs, uh, Arsenal have agreed a verbal... Um, kind of agreement with Manchester City at this point regarding a possible deal for Gabriel Jesus. The wages of the player are said to be around the £220,000 per week figure. I had a feeling that it was a little lower than that and that if Arsenal had qualified for, had qualified for the Champions League next season, it would go up to something similar to that. Um, obviously, wages are, obvious, are always something that's tricky to get nailed down during a report and bonuses and appearances and stuff like that but it would have a bonus in it if Arsenal did indeed qualify for the Champions League next season but there's supposedly a verbal agreement now in place for Manchester City it just seems like a matter of time with this one now lastly Lissandra Martinez uh, if you haven't watched the Athletics video with James McNicholas and David Ornstein on their channel go and watch it it's very insightful talking about the latest situation with players like Lissandra Martinez um, but they confirm that Arsenal do indeed have a very strong interest indeed in trying to bring Lissandro Martinez to the club. The problem is that it seems that 30 million euro figure that was being touted around last week um, is just not anywhere close to what it would cost to bring Martinez to the club. You know, we're talking closer to 50 million euros, so about 42 million pounds to get Lissandro Martinez to Arsenal. Are Arsenal going to pay that much for a player that they've got the likes of Tierney and Tavares and Gabriel and Pablo Marie at the moment? Are they going to pay that much to bring him in? I feel like this is one of those that might be dependent upon how many players we can move out before we can kind of complete it. 
but it's a lot of money uh, for a player that I really didn't think we were going to be going for this summer, especially at that kind of level. I know that Marie might have left and we may have moved for someone, but I didn't expect it to be a 40-odd million pound figure kind of player. But the club really like him. I really like him. I think he's a brilliant talent. And if Arsenal were able to get him into the club, it would be a huge, huge benefit to the team. So I hope Arsenal get it done. But our Ajax are asking for a massive, massive amount of money to bring Lissandro Martinez to Arsenal. And that completes all of today's stories. Uh, you're up to date completely with everything that's going on in the world of Arsenal. So if you haven't done so already, please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new. We're going to move on to the second part of today's show, which as always is answering as many of your questions as we can in the chat box. So if you've got any questions, now is your time to throw them in and we'll tackle them after this short break. Hmm. Okay, then let's uh, let's tackle as many of these as we can. Uh, Walk says Arsenal finished fifth with 75 points um, and lose the Europa League to a team that dropped out of the drop of the dropped out Champions League. Is it a bad season? It would mean Arsenal haven't progressed uh, at the end of the day. It would mean Arsenal haven't achieved what we've expected them to. And they've failed their objectives for next season after spending what we would imagine to be upwards of 150 million pounds which is more than we spent last summer. So you'd say, yes, it is a bad season because you've not achieved your targets. And anything other than achieving your targets is, is, a, is a bad season. There's no doubt in my mind about that. This season, the, the target was to get back into Europe. We achieved that. It was a good season. Um, it could have been even better. It could have been a great season. And unfortunately, we missed out on that. But next season, we have to qualify for the Champions League. It's as simple as that. Dirk says, what's the problem with having more lefties in the team? Most teams have more right-footed players and it's not an issue. So what's the difference? It's a good question because it's always kind of something that's stigmatised a bit of having too many left-footed players. I suppose it's to do with variation and having different options in different sided positions of the field. Um, we haven't really got any many left-sided, right-footed players for the central part of the midfield because Lokonga, Elneny, Partey, all typically play on the right-hand side of the central midfield. Lokonga has played on the left uh, a number of times when he's been partnered with Partey. Um, but, you know, Anderlecht, who's playing a lot on the right, Elneny plays a lot on the right-hand side because Xhaka's presence there. It would be nice to have a right foot up. But, you know, if it's a case between Fabio Ruiz and no one, it's going to take someone pretty stubborn to turn around and say, I'd rather have no one. Uh, let's go to uh, Jose who says, have you heard anything about Ainsley Maitland-Niles moving to Forest? That's the link. That's the story. But there's been no movement on that since it was first reported, unfortunately. Uh, Zach says, Tom, do you think it would be a smart move to sign Martinez as our Xhaka upgrade and have his positional versatility as a bonus? I think, to be honest, that's what the club are actually looking at. I think they are looking at Martinez as a potential player who can play in midfield more so than he can play left back. The fact he can play left-back will be a bonus, but I think they see him more of as a centre-back slash DM than they do a centre-back slash left-back. Uh, Abdul says, question, if Leeds don't sell Rafinha to us, we should beat them to Gakpo. He is very versatile. I agree. Uh, Mohamed says, hey, Tom, how many of them do you think will happen? Martinez, Jesus, Rafinha, Tillemans. I think that Jesus and Rafinha are realistic. Uh, Martinez is going to be tricky because of the price. Tillemans, I wouldn't put money on anymore. Uh, I really, really wouldn't. I just think that one has collapsed beyond the point of completion at this stage. But who knows? Maybe we'll go back in for him at the end of the window. 
things can change. So I hope that they do because I'd love to see him at the club, but it doesn't seem to be happening. Uh, Aditya says, all three major targets of Arsenal are going outside our price range. Which signs do you think we should sacrifice to get the other two in? Um, of course, we've already signed three players so far this summer. Matt Turner is yet to be announced. Uh, we want to sign three or four more, it seems. If you remember like the whole uh, interview of Edu when he talked about we want to sign three big players, one or two big players, in fact. You know, that seems to be Gabriel Juice uh, and Rafinha. I did say to you, I didn't think he counted players like Fabio Vieira and probably in the case of Lissandra Martinez as big signings because I think that they're not the marquee additions that people are after, but they're still important additions to the club. So I think if you're going to sacrifice a player, it would be really hard to sacrifice central midfield, but it is a position that we have a lot of players already in, but it is a position that we are in desperate need of an upgrade in, but we don't have a lot of forwards. And we certainly don't have a lot of left-sided defenders, um, especially if Tavares leaves on loan and Pablo Marie leaves. So you'd have to say that those two areas are in desperate need of strengthening. So that's that's the challenge that we've got this summer. Let's go a little bit further down the chat box because I know that we've missed some other questions. Uh, Let's go to Anthony, who says, all of our targets are five foot nine or shorter. Do you think that we will hinder us when we play more physical teams? No, not necessarily. It doesn't hinder Manchester City. You know, they play of a lot of very um, diminutive forwards and it's worked. Yes, they're signing Erling Haaland because it's Erling Haaland, not because of his physical stature, because they wanted a striker and he's the best striker on the market. Um, I don't think it necessarily will. Lissandra Martinez, for instance, has better aerial stats than Gabriel and he's got a very, very different frame and height to the Brazilian. So height doesn't always mean size doesn't always matter, it turns out. Uh, Ansa says, I'm guessing if Ajax are asking for more for Martinez, who is a defender. Oh, hold on. Oh, what's going on? For some reason, I've just lost my screen for some reason. That's weird. I'm hoping that I can still see you. Um, but uh, for some reason, my screen has just completely gone. Uh, I'm back. Okay. I don't know if you could hear me throughout that entire thing, but my screen just went completely black. Don't even know what happened. Um, sorry, I'll continue on with your question answer. I'm guessing if Ajax is asking for more for Martinez, who is a defender than they asked for, Graven Birch and Halle must mean he's a hell of a player. Um, I think also, of course, you think about, um, you know, the contract lengths and stuff like that, but they had like a big three that um, specifically weren't going to go anywhere, which was Sandra Martinez, Urien Timber and Anthony. They don't want to let all three of them go. They're only happy to let one of them go, I think. And it seems like Martinez could be that player. Timber looks like he's going to stay from the sounds of things. Um, but in regards to to other players, I'm not sure that we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure we'll see Anthony move to Man United and he's been linked there. So let's see what happens. But Martinez, I think there's a real good chance of, of him moving if Arsenal stump up the money that they want. Uh, Reese says, did you watch Brook Norton Cuffey last night? You got an assist and was quality. No, I didn't. Um, but I am planning on watching the, the highlights and getting up on Y Scout. So thanks for reminding me of that, Reese. Uh, King says, Tom, if we get Ruiz, Martinez, Rafinha and Jesus, how high do you rate the window? And what should uh, be the ambition with such a great window? Um, I mean, in terms of if we get Ruiz, that's the centre midfielder. Martinez is the defender. Rafinha and Jesus, they're the two forwards, plus Nketiah being renewed. That's three. You know, that's what I asked for. I asked for three forwards, including a wide forward. I asked for two central players, so Fabio and Ruiz. And I asked for a versatile fullback. And that's obviously Martinez, who can play in the fullback position and defence and midfield. And you're getting the goalkeeper in Turner. And you get a bonus player in Marquinhos. 
and Saliba's coming back. You know, you're looking at a 9.5 out of 10 window. Um, it's It would be unbelievable to see Arsenal get that many deals done. If there's anyone moaning after that kind of window, my goodness, some people just can't be pleased. But yeah, that would be uh, a brilliant window in the context of Arsenal summer. A really, really, really strong window. Uh, let's go to Ahmed, who says, Tom, why are you not enthusiastic about Tillemans' deal? I, I have been. I don't know why you're, you don't think I haven't. It's just I'm... Um, it's it's an important deal, but it's not going to happen from the sounds of things at the moment. Um, Vinny says, I have photographic evidence that Tom is only five foot eleven and I'm six foot three, and height defo matters to Tom, or he wouldn't deny it. Yeah, but we also know that Vinny's photoshopping skills are very, very good indeed. Um, Ayad says, an unpopular opinion, we should maybe look for a replacement of Partey as El Nenny for a stretch of Premier League games is not going to be good enough. Well, we don't necessarily need to at this stage because Sambi Lukonga is there. People say he's not ready. How does he become ready? You're playing. It's as simple as that for me. Fala says, Tom, the reason why we need physical uh, players is because we don't dominate possession as much as City. And thus, uh, over previous seasons, we have been seen as weak. Uh, look, I'm not doubting that we need more physicality, but height does not equal physicality. Um, you can have smaller diminutive players that are physically aggressive. Um, you don't need to just have height and aerial presence to have a physical uh, team. You can have them in the little players. You look at Alexis Sanchez, you look at Lucas Torreira, smaller players with plenty of energy and physicality about their game, and it served us very, very well when they were here. So I don't think you necessarily need to have a tall team to have that impact. That said, you know, we've added some physical players. We've added Partey, we've added Gabriel. We've added Ben White. We've added Tommy Asu. You know, top, Ben White might not be the tallest, but he's certainly more physical. So I do think there is an argument that we have added. Tavares is a physical player, over six foot for a left back. So we have added physicality, but it's all about, um, it, it's not related to height always. It's not just a determining factor. Dan says, do you think we are interested in players that we haven't been given the green light to sign or have we just sent out a few tentacles to see what is available? Dan, there's always going to be things going on behind the scenes. Just look what happened with the Fabio Vieira deal. It came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, I reported over on Football.London that Arsenal are implementing strategies to try and restrict the amount of information that gets out about all of their potential targets. You're never going to be able to keep all of them secret. In fact, most of them are still going to get out as we've seen with the Rafinha and the and the Tillemans and the Jesus situations and the Lissandra Martinez situation now as well. But um, we are hopeful of getting deals done um, and, and quietly as well. So do not be surprised if you are surprised in the future by some of the deals that Arsenal do. Jack says, uh, Tom, whatever happens to the fullback we signed from Colorado Rapids, trust it. He's not a fullback. He's more of a centre-half than anything. Um, but he is expected to go on loan in the summer window. He will be over uh, from the Colorado Rapids this summer after being loaned back. But yeah, he's expected to go on loan uh, somewhere in Europe, most likely. Probably Germany. It usually is Germany for MLS players. Um, Andreas says, I think it's worrying that we aren't really pursuing a centre mid after a striker. Again, you, we don't know this. We've just talked about how Fabio Vieira came out of nowhere. We didn't know we were going for that kind of player. We didn't know we were going for a defender until it broke about Lissandra Martinez. It doesn't mean anything that we don't know or haven't heard something so it's difficult to be judgmental about the way in which we're approaching the window when we don't know all the facts and that's sometimes that we do as Arsenal fans is we we overreact before the fact uh, and we need to be a little bit more patient uh, to be fair um Keith says Tom uh question I see Crystal Palace 
uh, are signing Sam Johnston on a three uh, on a three year deal. Three great businesses again. How comes we pay the big bucks for players that aren't as good? Who who's not as good as Sam Johnston? I mean, Ramsdale's a lot better. Um, but I'd love to know who you think, Keith, is not as good as the players that they've signed. Daniel says, Tom, did you see the behind-the-scenes video? Yes, I have. Uh, London Colony looks like it's been upgraded and renovated. Uh, it, it has in some areas, but it, it has always been very good for quite some time, London Colony. So it's it has always been that nice. Um, there's not, as far as I'm aware, been loads of upgrades. They've they've It's always been pretty nice in recent years, to be fair. So there you go. Uh, let's go to Charlie, who says Martinez is a DM. He is not a DM out and out. He is a centre-back who can play DM as well. This allows us to use Partey and Smith-Rowe at left central midfield. Uh, Mohamed says, do you think it's a make-or-break season for Arteta, especially looking at the amount he's going to spend? It, look, every season is going to be for me because my expectations are that we have to qualify for the Champions League. However, I don't think it is for the club. I don't think the club sit as a make-or-break season for Arteta at all. I don't think they will do. I think they are fully behind him, fully backing him. And unless we finish like eighth again, maybe that that will be the only thing that kind of forces them to make a decision. Let's uh, let's jump down into the chat box a little bit more. Justin says, with Leeds now linked to Gakpo uh, and Otavio, uh, was our bid more impactful than reported? No, they just know that he's going to move. They know that Rafinha is probably going to move this summer, so they are just being prepared uh, for that eventual departure. Uh, Fala says, Tom, we clearly saw the lack of quality in our midfield backouts, but it seems the club is not seeing this position as a priority. Again, I have to remind you, we don't know everything that's going on um, and we can't make a judgment until the end of the window or we can't make a judgment until at least two-thirds through the window about the central midfield because clearly we have targeted Tielemans. That deal has, for whatever reason, uh, fallen away by this point. We are looking at central midfield. We do want a central midfielder. We just don't know the full facts of everything. Um, so to make a judgment right now, we just can't effectively do that accurately. It just isn't possible. Uh, Ian says, is the consideration then Lakonga will play the Partey role? I kind of thought he was very good as an eight. Uh, like he's very talented in four positions. Let's see if Mikelata can turn him into a lone DM. He did say when he joins that the six is where he's, you know, where he finds himself best and where he's told he plays best. So I always saw him as the Partey replacement for the long term and the backup initially. People overlook Lukonga so quickly because he's just not the new toy anymore, uh, which is a shame because he's a really talented footballer. Amira says, hi, Tom. Do you think the reason we got Vieira for lesser than his release clause is a bargain because it's a secretive of how the deal was? Probably because it didn't alert other teams to the interest. So there wasn't necessarily a bidding war. There was also suggestions that George Mendes' negotiations in the deal uh, effectively helped in reducing how much Arsenal ended up paying uh, in that deal as well. Uh, Pratik says 250 million spent in three years to finish fifth. Um, we're a finished club. Pratik, I, this is the type of um, comment that I'd love to have discussions with people who think this way because it lacks so much context and fact um, that it's so inaccurate with its description. But this is where we struggle with our phone-ins is that people aren't willing to have these views, to come on and have a chat. It's just the way that it goes. I'd love to have a conversation. Um, but uh, there they are a, what's the word? A unicorn, if you will, at times. Uh, Mohammed says, if Lissandro doesn't happen, who might we buy to compete with Tierney? I don't know. Hickey obviously was linked quite significantly. So we have had an interest in him. Doesn't mean that we're going to go for him now. 
Um, but we have had an interest in players like him for quite some time. Um, and 250 is nothing these days, says KG. Uh, in his, uh, ben Jacobs is a very, very well-connected uh, man. Yeah, uh, I, I have no reason not to trust uh, Ben Jacobs' information. He's a very, very good and well-connected journalist. Uh, Philip says, James from Ars Blog seems to think the club like Martin is at left back, like how Tommy can play. They definitely like his versatility. They like how he can play there. But he's nowhere near as much akin to a left back as Tommy Asu is to a right back. You know, Tommy played right back significantly. Martinez hasn't played left back significantly. He's played a bit there, but not enough for me to turn around and say, yes, he is the guy to take Arsenal forward in that position. Uh, as Aremes says, uh, Dembele may stay at Barca. Chelsea may get Sterling. Tottenham seem more interested in Richarlison. Uh, what I would say about the Richarlison is there were some whispers that Richarlison's reps had kind of stirred the pot with that and that the interest from Spurs may not be as heavy as what it actually felt like it was initially. Uh, but uh, as Aremes Arem says, uh, so I think it's best we stay patient for Rafinha. Uh, and not overpay. 65 is high. I just think we need to get the deal done. I'd love to see Rafinha at Arsenal. As I always kind of say, it's not my money. Um, I just care about the players that we bring in ultimately at the end of the day. Anyway, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. We're going to wrap things up there. I'll be live in an hour and a half's time over on the Arsenal way. So make sure you come over and tune in. Link in the link tree in the description as always. Do drop a like on the video. Uh, before you go it is always very helpful indeed and subscribe to the channel it really really does help us so thank you so much for your continued support i'm not sure if there's going to be a show a little bit later on this afternoon or not probably not but there will be a show at nine o'clock over on the gunas pods with mike and owen so come and have a chat with us uh, at nine o'clock tonight yes i'm missing love island i know um but uh, come and have a chat it's going to be good i will see you again very very soon guys have a great evening and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a mcnuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfection order now on the mcdonald's app for your mcdelivery you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans.